It's time to eat your body weight and dried turkey, drink yourself to sleep and lock all your doors so that creepy red bastard can't get in your house. It's Christmas Eve! Hello and welcome to Road to Nowhere, the sci-fi, horror and comic book movie podcast. I'm your host Andy Connor and tonight I'm joined by one of the hardest working elves in Santa's workshop this year. But for some reason, all he's made is one Pee Wee Herman doll. It's Larry Reed. Hi! Hello Larry. And a man with a beard as full as Santa's and he's just as elusive It's Paul McKenzie. How are you, Paul? How are you doing? I'm okay guys, thank you. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. I quite like doing those intros because I don't need to give myself one. It's quite handy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's things anyway with you guys all right? <coughs> good, thank you. Yep, just diagnosed COVID, so yeah, I'm not more right. So is that you be you be stuck in there? Or did you have plans, Christmas plans that are now kind of uh, I started feeling like death when well not death, like my body was aching, my head was sore. But the sweats on Tuesday, so I was like, ah, this is, I'm probably not going to avoid COVID much longer. And my mm-hmm. brother got a positive PCR test, and I thought, I see them on Sunday, shit. So I, mm-hmm. my Christmas has been the last <laughs> few days, I've, I've made my peace with it, it's, it's done. Ah, oh, shit, man. Yeah, it's alright. just, are you just, so just a, in the house Christmas, the family haven't isolated with you or that? Or? Yeah, well, the, my brother stays with my mum. So him, my mum and my dad are isolating, uh, <laughs> and me and my wife are isolating, <laughs> so oh, uh, I'm just sort of stuck, like, my sister and my brother-in-law, I don't know what their plans are now, I can't remember what their plans were before. Mm. I mean, Christmas is a bad thing, but it's the Spider-Man No Way Home thing that worry it would <laughs> get me done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking of just going with my, with my Spider-Man mask and hoping for the best, but I, I couldn't do that to other people. Uh, I'll see if I can... I've got a Spider-Man oh, so... morph suit if you want that. Aye. <laughs> 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 Just wrap it around your face. Aye, they come in 4XL maybe, aye. <laughs> <laughs> so I was saying to my pals, I don't know how bad the COVID is because at this size I'm always out of breath. Is that the steel? Is that COVID? Is that fucking what's? I had it uh, a few months back. Uh, it was even with your double jags and everything, that was quite... Quite a, I think you get. So whoever's listening, make sure you're fucking vaccinated. Don't yeah. be in a debt. There we go. That's all the political things at the way now. Yeah. Even if they're no, just wear a fucking mask. Eh? Just wear a mask. Exactly. Try and exactly. help other people. Wear a fucking mask. Larry, how's yourself? I'm very good. Yes, I'm still. I'm just. If you might notice in the background here, if you're, I am currently sitting in a pile of clothes and. Boxes, I'm still very much moving in. We just get putting up new wardrobes, so I was doing my DIY thing as my girlfriend got to sit down and watch Christmas movies as I sweated like a hog, building <laughs> wardrobes and shifting things and getting annoyed at because I can't build a... I'm not a proper man because I can't build a fucking wardrobe, but from in two seconds... It's actually from Argos. Yeah, but it was, yeah, right. we got two from Argos and I couldn't even move the box <coughs> because I got a booster jacket on Monday there and my arm is still killing me so mm. Aye. I either. but it's been fun it's been good and I've just been chilling out and watching Hawkeye and mm. getting in the Christmas spirit Aye. Aye. what do you think of Hawkeye it's been great isn't it it's been awesome mm. and it's good to see you know who Aye. Aye. Now. <laughs> no spoilers <laughs> off from myself but <clears throat> Aye, well, maybe not going to a, a Hawkeye spoiler special. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been really strong every episode. Which yeah, it has been really. What the Marvel shows have they been? Paul, you've been watching it? Uh, I've not watched it though. But would you know what? I would actually say to my brother, he has well, obviously told you he's got COVID and now he's gone through Daredevil again. Again, I've, I've oh, never really been able to get into sort of Marvel series stuff. And uh, he's just churning through everything at the minute. Aye, the. the... First and third season of Daredevil, I thought were brilliant, and I actually did like season two as well. It's just not as good as the other two. Mm. Um, you said the guy plays Daredevil's really good. Uh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox. Charlie Cox. Yeah, that's 
yeah. yeah, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is kingpins, fantastic. Yeah, Vincent um, D'Onofrio, class. Uh, the guy plays Bullseye in season three is good as well. Yeah, and really good, yeah, yeah. In fact, all the cast are good. The Electra's good in season two. Season two is just a bit weak. And I think with a lot of the, the Marvel Netflix ones is they end up being... Because they made them... For some reason, they seem determined to make them 13 episodes. And there's always two or three, yeah. at least, that are just filler. Like, yeah. And then you've got Iron Fist, which was just two seasons of guff. So, like... Um, yeah, it just feels like they can end up stretching them out a wee bit. Jessica Jones was really good as well. Luke Cage was really good. So, I liked Luke both. I both both seasons. Luke Cage was really good. Aye. The defenders um, was a bit underwhelming. Mm, mm. I mean, that had Sigourney Weaver in it, and they just didn't. Yeah. I mean, you put Sigourney Weaver in something, surely you can make a <laughs> make a, a half decent team up movie. But yeah, it was a bit underwhelming. Yeah. yeah, Charlie Cox uh, is a fantastic daredevil. Vincent D'Onofrio, I think she's a great actor in general. But I just found out recently that he actually plays the bug from Men in Black. I didn't realise that was him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Aye. That's him, aye. Yep, the guy who, aye. Is that bug? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aye. I didn't realise that was Vincent you D'Onofrio. See him, you see him as a normal guy just at the start of Men in Black, is that right? Mm-hmm. It's only aye. for a couple yeah, of yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, not very long, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, remember how young he would have been then? Was that like 25 plus year ago ish, maybe? 90, I think maybe 97, 98, aye, so you look yeah. about 24, 23, aye. 24 years, maybe. Aye, I suppose, yeah. aye. When you think about it that way, it doesn't feel that long, it is, but fucking hell. <laughs> so, what we have tonight is a Christmas special, a very nowhere Christmas, which doesn't really mean anything, but it's, <laughs> it's just a. sounds. Half decent. Yeah, we're going to discuss our favourite Christmas movies. A couple of honourable mentions, if we have any, and just what we would recommend to watch. Um, it's going to be quite laid back. There's no particular uh, order for how we're going to do it, but just going to see how we go. Um, if you would like, I'll just go first to get things rolling. If that's all right with yourselves. Mm-hmm. Of course. So for. For my movie, and it is my favourite Christmas movie related to horror, is Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Anyone smoking near Father Christmas is putting himself in mortal danger. Father Christmases have been seen tearing the lungs out of stupid smokers. The strong aroma of fresh gingerbread biscuits may stop the attack, but this form of bribery won't work forever, and you may lose a finger or two. If you really want to make Father Christmas furious, try cursing and heavy drinking. Pericula! The result will be inevitable. Death. Um, have any of you seen this? No, never seen it before. No, no. Uh, Paul? I... The, the name sounds familiar. I'm just mm. doing a quick Google to see. see if you Google it, you'll, you'll probably see... Yeah, I have seen it. I have. Aye. Yeah. Aye. They yeah. Also, so, wow. <laughs> aye. This is my favourite Christmas movie. I absolutely fucking love it. It's free if anybody wants to watch it on IMDb TV, which is kind of like the Amazon offshoot. Wow, that's now, cool. Um, which gives you the, but you can watch movies, but it's got like thirty second adverts every half an hour. Um, it is a story based around a young boy who lives in, I think they live in Lapland, um, who is scared of Santa Claus. They read stories about demonic Santas, and then. Things start to unfold. There's a, a British mining team at the top of a mountain who are trying to find a certain artifact, um, and they unearth something, which also awakens Santa's elves. But Santa's elves are what you would imagine Santa actually is. It's white guys with long hair and a beard, but they kill children. <laughs> they like run about. Bullet naked for some reason. Are they torch? The, yeah, pretty much. It's um, it's QAnon, but for Santa Clauses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they just um, <laughs> have a ball down a pizzeria or whatever it was that they, they suggested that was. Yeah, really strange movie. 
um, English and uh, Finnish, I think it's in the language. So it's a kind of mix with that. A lot of good, some decent scares. It's not a particularly scary horror movie. It's kind of along the lines of maybe your Krampus or something like that. Um, It's just a cracker. It's just a great, Mm. great fun movie. I go for Christmas movies like Krampus and things like that. I go for the darker ones. I'm not much, apart from Elf, obviously. Um, I'm not one for going for the Jolly St. Nick types of Miracle on 34th Street. I like the weird ones. Yeah. Black Christmas Silent Night in that as well. Um, it's very worth checking out. Starts off kind of innocuous, and there's a, a lot of good central performances. The guy plays the young boy in it is excellent. He's not annoying at all, which is quite good. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean by that, though. That's, that's, right. that's like the wee guy that's going to be in this new home alone, and you're just gone. You know, you last about five minutes before I choke you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that wee boy for Home Alone is good in Jojo Rabbit though. Yeah, that can be quite good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the central performance for the dad, the young boy's dad. He's really good in it. He puts in a great performance, and it's just a really strange, disturbing, um, dark fairy tale, which is quite a bit of violence in it and blood. But it's just an excellent kind of fun throwaway movie that you can watch if you're not even a massive Christmas movie fan this is one that you should definitely check out um, I remember so whenever when I when I'd seen uh, Red Exports I'd we'd watch Krampus as well mm. um, it was my ex at the time just on a bit of a, sort of a mover for sort of scary Christmas films mm-hmm. um, and that's the film that I'm talking about in a minute but I just remember with Red Exports it was more the the idea of what's coming next rather than what was actually happening in the film because you're going, geez, oh, Santa's like this creepy old pedo looking guy and it's just, uh, you don't know what's, uh, it's just, it was, it was, for memory, it was really good. Yeah, the poster as well. Like, like once you see it, you want to watch it. It's not as if it's one of these posters. Uh, it's just your generic yeah, Christmas poster. Yeah, I think it's the tagline is this year everyone will believe in Santa Claus. And, um, I don't know if you, you know about it, but it's basically, it was started out as two short films that you can find on YouTube. Right. One was like a short documentary written about how to capture a Santa Claus, because there's many Santa Clauses. And the second one was like a user manual for when you get a, your own Santa Claus sent to you. But it was like a video manual of how to deal with them. So it'd be like, don't ever swear in front of your Santa Claus. That'll cause him to attack. And it's like, <laughs> the main guy has got like, when you see the, the police dogs getting trained and he's wearing all the padded gear and he's like swearing in front of the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus attacks him and tries to bite him and rip him apart and everything. It's That's just, amazing. It's fun. It's brilliant. Even just watching the short films are so funny, man. Like, and I think the short films are 16, 17 years old. So I think the movie was maybe about 2008. Um, it is, yeah, it's very Krampusy, Gremlins type of Christmassy movie. One of those, darker, a bit odd, a bit kind of... It's textured as well, and it? it's not as if it's just your, your bog standard act to chuck this film together. It's actually, it feels Christmassy as well as it feels like a horror film. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole movie takes place basically, I think, on a... Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's all taken over place, place over that. There's no kind of build up towards it. It's just all from there. It's a short, sharp movie as well. It's about an hour and twenty minutes. There's no fact to it. Um, so as I said, so even with the IMDb TV adverts, you're less than an hour and a half watching the movie. Um, I don't have two, I've got one that I'll, I'll speak about, but there's two, just as you mentioned, rare exports. There was Troll Hunters. I don't really know if that would be classed as a Christmas film, but it takes place in snow, right? So I'm fucking filling yeah. it in there. Um, <laughs> you talking about the found footage? Uh, aye, Hunter. it was part Troll Hunters, aye. Troll Hunters, aye. sorry, yeah. Um, it's in Norwegian. I think that must yeah. be about 2010-ish, if before. Because I remember watching at the same time around about the same time as 
um, rare exports. So I'm just assuming mm. they're for the same time. It could be whatever. But that was a really good one, and that was, I remember that. Aye. Kind of there were a few flights in there. Um, and the again, yeah, 2010. 2010. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. was an excellent. I think I've seen that in the cinema actually. Yeah, no, really I think. Aye, oh, you've seen it yourself. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one of the ones where mm. after you've watched it, well, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> One of the ones you'd watch again, like I'm, I'm really bad for. See Christmas films to me, that's like, see a guilty pleasure, like see the shit Hallmark Christmas films, and it's the Christmas Channel, and it's the same mm. story. It's like, oh my baker, oh, my baker's getting shut down. Oh no, I've met this handsome guy, and he'll help me save it. No, or it's like a library or a bookshop or fucking pick something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like copy and paste. Like see that. Aye, I think it just so happens to be a billionaire aye, who also aye. who also owns the big massive bookstore conglomerate round the corner from. Yeah, him. he's going to find his heart. I watch any of them, like just because it's so simple. Watch, I think Christmas gives you that excuse to me. It's like whenever you, you you're happy to sit and drink wine and eat your cheese and your chocolate because it's Christmas. Aye. Mrs. Hinsman. Yeah, so Anna and the Apocalypse, I um, seen it a couple of years ago. It was actually made in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, Scottish film, Christmas horror musical. <laughs> so, I <laughs> pretty much uh, all your big hitters right there, aye. Uh, the thing is, it was it was partly partly the poster and. But actually, the fact it was a musical as well as a, a Christmas comedy Aye. and a horror that put us on to it because let's be honest, like that's that, I couldn't name another Christmas horror, it's a musical, <laughs> so it's it just Scottish. <laughs> Scottish as well. I do you know what I mean? Like, it's just very unique in what we were looking for to watch. We just mm. turned it on. Um, <clears throat> basically, it's a I think the poster actually says Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land and it, 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 it pretty much yeah. is that. Um, right. So it's just it's light-hearted and fun-filled. Uh, I think they're six-year students, so like 17 year olds coming to the end of the school year and deciding what they're going to do in the big bad world and whatnot and they're trying to sort their own problems out and, as well as everybody else's and then the uh, apocalypse hits and <laughs> the world's overrun by zombies and yeah. It's one handle after the other, and then um, aye, it was, it was a it was a good wee film. But I remember the songs were all right as well. It was nae, mm. nothing was too forced into it. Um, to be to be completely honest, I think the only only cast members I actually remember known of was, was Mark Benton played Anna's dad Tony, mm. and Paul Kane was in it as well. Paul Kane, sorry, aye, Paul Kane, he was great in it. He's a proper bastard, and he? yeah. <laughs> he's Aye. like the, the kind of typical high school teacher that you really fuck it. I mean, I, I don't know. I had a couple of high school teachers. I had the um, high school, not high school teacher, high school headmasters. Um, I had a few that in my time, and uh, there was a couple of assholes, but I don't think there was ever the one as the stereotypical massive cunt as that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really good actor though as well. Do you know what I mean? I think mm. he's one of these guys that seen the place somebody you like. You sort of you lean into that. You really like him. And yeah. at the same thing when he's up and he's a dick. It's like he's a massive fucking dick. Yeah, he knows how to play it, doesn't he? I I think it just it sort of probably gives him the credit he deserves as an actor for being able yeah. to do that. I suppose, doesn't it? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that's whenever you know they're the person is a good actor or knows whenever they're when they've got that sort of grasp over the ropes and stuff. Yeah. Well, he's great in. Um, Game of Thrones, the Red Priest. He's good. Yeah, 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 definitely. Even in that, he's one of the guys in Game of Thrones. We are going. I'd like to see more of him. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And then you just you never do. Aye. Aye. One of the later season ones, wouldn't it? We don't talk about them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So I and an apocalypse, yeah, I think that was like I <clears throat> that's a good I think one that you come in you it's been a, like even like a day like the day we are recording is uh, Christmas Eve obviously <laughs> is a uh, really foggy and cold and but like a proper biting cold you come in you stick the heating on you get a low light and you get a tea and coffee and just something nice to snack on and just sit and watch that it's, it is a kind of Christmassy comfort movie. It's yeah. bouncy and upbeat, and kind of there's a warmth to it. But at the same time, there is quite a bit of um, a when you say heartbreaking. I don't know if it's a heartbreaking film particularly, but quite a um, quite a bit emotion film. in it. A bit I mean, emotion, yeah, yeah. Aye, definitely, especially with we certain that, aspects aye. of it, and aye, and our best pal and things like that. Yeah, that was. I know Christmas time you, you generally tend to get a lot of sort of the musicals anyway, but I think the the horror aspect for that as well was just a bit where you go, oh, that's a, a wee bit niche, a wee bit different as well. Some mm. some fun. Is it any more of a horror musical than West Side Story, starring Ansel Elgort, who is a well-known sex offender now? <laughs> is that true? Apparently, yeah. Oh, he's, he's very. I, think, I don't think he's done anything since West Side Story. I think that was filmed a few years ago, and he oh, was yeah, he was um. Oh, was he baby driver? The, he was baby driver. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. He was caught in the the um, Me Too thing. Um, I say caught in it. I, it probably should be. Um, Good. If he's done it, then, fuck him. I don't. I, he's, he's, yeah, fuck him if he's like that. that yeah, I don't think he's been in anything since then. But that was filmed a good few years ago. Um, so. A perfect Christmas horror musical, West Side Story, uh, starring Hansel <laughs> and Rob. <laughs> there we go. West Side Story. The ultimate right, yeah. <laughs> theme tune by Michael right. Jackson, promoted Talks by like Jimmy Savile, um, produced oh. by the Weinsteins. In <laughs> fact, fucking uh, hell, think there'll be Baby Driver. Let's get Ansel Elgort and fucking Kevin Spacey now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Edgar Wright's yeah. and just banging his head against the wall. I remember they, they replaced um, Kevin Spacey with Chris Plummer. Plummer. Uh, and all the money in the uh, world. Yeah. And then he went and get the Oscar for it, didn't he? Yep. Mm. Never Crazy. seen all the money in the world, but I remember all about it. I know, um, it's, it's good. It's weird because you, you try to go, did they just refilm this or did they just put his face on his body? Plummer's last one, was it? Uh, was Plummer's last one, Knives Out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm really looking forward to what they do with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daniel Craig's—he's Netflix. It's Netflix exclusives. He's going to have a lot of free time now, though. So, well, exactly. I think he's getting paid 150 million for the two movies for *Knives Out* two and three. Aye. I think he's getting mental money for them. Aye. Mad that uh, they must be making that back and then some, do you know what I mean? But hey, uh, smarter um, folk are fucking making that decision than me. So uh, you were saying there, uh, Paul, just about um, and then the apocalypse, just uh, being a good... Would you would you say it's a, a comfort Christmas movie for yourselves, or is it... I'll be honest with you, I think all, all Christmas movies, to an extent, are comfort movies. I think that's... Aye, aye. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying earlier on. I think that's the uh, that's the one thing you get with most of them. It's act as a Christmas movie. See, it's shite. Ah, it's a Christmas movie. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. That's it. It's the, that's the theme of the season, isn't it? Ah, have an mince pie. Have two fucking chocolate bars. Do you know what I mean? Ah, it's fucking Christmas. Here's some sort of uh, very high alcoholic drink that you don't usually drink. Get it done. You were watching last aye, Christmas. Like Christmas, you think? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what I think. Aye. But this is one of the ones as well. Given it's a musical as well, it probably does lead into being more sort of Christmassy as well. Aye, it's, 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 it's an easy watch and it is kind of fun. I know you're saying there's an emotional element to it as well. It's maybe the gory is the right word, but there's a fair, mm, there's there's a a fair a, bit of action and bit in it as well. I do you know what I mean? I definitely there's a, there's a Shaun of the Dead level gory, aye. Yeah. Mm. 
I think that was one of the things, obviously, it says in the post that it's shown that we get in these Lala Land, but mm-hmm. it wasn't too similar. No, no. It was like different enough, obviously. It's a different sort of different jump off points because uh, they're high school teenagers. Sean of the Dead also was a bit more comic booky. You feel about yeah. it with the way it's framed and the way it's shot and the way it's kind of. Right as well, it's almost, it? Aye, aye. It's like panels almost, the way Sean of the Dead shot. Um, but you know, there's definitely similarities with it. Aye, um, it's a. I mean, Sean of the Dead was called a Zom Rom Com. This would be a <laughs> Zom Rom Com Muse Miss. There we go. Zom Rom Com Muse Miss. That was fucking what? terrible. I'm going to take that right out. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's one of the films I think you could definitely go back and watch it again I don't know if you could watch it every Christmas you can certainly watch it a few times before you go mm. of it I think it's, it's there's a sort of freshness to it as well because it leans into how cheesy it is yeah it leans yeah. into the cheesiness and the hamminess of the song it doesn't I mean, apologise for it either mm. yeah I definitely think it's not going to be for everyone like because no. of how hammy it can be with some of the songs but um, the first time I actually watched it was when I had um, going back to COVID, as we always are. When I had COVID, I was just tired all the time, so I just sat in the room and watched movies. And that was the first time I watched it. Um, and I actually was a bit of a kind of uplifter when I was feeling like shit. Um, and it's, yeah, it is cheesy. It is a... Uh, um, it, it kind of glorifies in its cheesiness and the cheesy songs and the the OTTness of the whole thing. Um, but I thought it was great. That's what I really liked about it. It was a, a nice kind of fun fun movie to watch. And I watched it in September or something like that, whenever it was I had it. I think you need to get into that. If, see, because it's a Christmas film as well. You sort of, I think you automatically buy into that part of it. Like, ah, this is going to be fun because obviously you're saying like, uh, Rune exports and stuff like Troll Hunter and mm. um, films like that. This completely different kind of Christmas film. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Aye, but I think the other ones where you go, ah, oh, this this should be fun. This will be good. We can sit down and watch this for a, an hour and a half or two, and just aye. have a wee drink and enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can switch off it a wee bit if you need to as well. I think that's a, that's a good thing with aye. certain Christmas movies. You can kind of. Dipping and out of it, like the ones that are like rare exports, and um, as you're saying, Troll Hunter are probably ones, especially the fact they've got subtitles, which um, yeah. is ones you maybe need to focus a wee bit more on. But a good, sometimes a good Christmas movie is one that you put on and you can kind of just chill and dip in and out as you're relaxing to it. Maybe you've got a hot chocolate, maybe eat something like that. Eggnog, I mean, I don't, we don't, yeah. I don't know if we get that here, but yeah, aye, I aye, that's a good show. I wouldn't drink it anyway. No. I'd, I'd <laughs> Sounds disgusting. I'd be willing to give it a shot. It's got booze in it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, what about yourself? What was your go-to Christmas movie? Well, I'm going to pick, up, pick something I only just found out about a couple of years ago. Uh, it's a film called... I'm going to get this, this right one second. It's called <laughs> 3615 Code Per Noel. It's also got, um, so it's a French movie. Okay. Keeping off the with the kind of foreign movies we're talking about. Um, obviously, classic Scottish films is it's got a foreign movie. It's also it's also called Dial Code Santa Claus.
What this so so what this film is basically about is now this film predates Home Alone right. by one year, but it's basically Home Alone, but drastically more violent and a lot more dark. Essentially, it's about a, a kind of boy in France um, lives in this kind of big mansion with his mum, who owns like a kind of like a clothing company, I believe. Um, so basically, loves action movies. Um, it's a lot of kind of like I think it begins with him watching like Rambo mm-hmm. um, at the beginning, and what happens is that basically, even though he's like quite a kind of and these kind of big action movies and slow and he's watching other kind of movies, he also believes in Santa Claus. So he's got sort of um, a lot of kind of like very very high end resigned uh, very commas that for nineteen eighty nine. A high-end kind of computer where we can talk to people out, out, outside um, his house. Because uh, he's basically, got, basically kind of staying in the house all the time. Um, it's a kind of massive, massive toy room thing. And he basically, one night, he contacts what he thinks is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But it just turns out to be this kind of fucked up serial killer guy just got out of prison. Right. And he comes to the house. He's like, well, where, where do you live? And he's like, oh, I live here, blah, 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 blah. I'm just in on my own. So he comes in and like he's like, oh, I need to hide from, need to hide from Santa, I need to hide from Santa. So he sees the boots come into the room. He's like, Santa's here, Santa, he's amazing. Then his dog attacks Santa and Santa just kills the dog. And he's like, what the fuck? So the whole film sort of escalates from there. His mum's out for the night. So he basically like, right, I need to kill this fucking this prick. Not, but also says that in French, le prick, something yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> Apologies to everyone speak. in France, whatever Larry reads uh, about French people <laughs> is not... Uh, I took French in high school, I'm not very good at it, all right? Um, what? Le prick, I don't think. Le, le prick, le prick, I don't know. Uh, so, ba- so basically, so basically uh, it's like... I, I, obviously, it just, it just, it's very much like Home Alone, but it's a lot more violent. Like, he's using like... like Traps, they kind of catch them like fucking mm-hmm. ear traps and shit like that. Like, it's really, really very like, mental. And like, obviously, this guy's like a serial killer, so he's trying to like basically kill him. His granddad, his old granddad's in the house as well, so he's trying to protect right. his granddad from being being shot and stuff like essentially by this thing. But it has possibly one of the greatest Christmas songs ever by Bonnie Tyler. Right. Um, and it talks about how much Bonnie Tyler loves Jesus. Um, I got to see this because like we have me and my girlfriend became quite good friends with the guys from Matchbox Cinema Club, who, oh, yeah. who showed films in the CCA, and so my girlfriend started showing a lot of kind of movies in there. Um, started with a lot of Prince movies because my girlfriend's a kind of Prince scholar essentially. Right. Okay. Um. So what she said, would you like to do a kind of Christmas thing together? So they showed this film. And she's like, I think you'd like quite like this movie. I was like, oh, French movie? I like, I like French movies. So I was like, well, well, it must be kind of interesting. And then I was not prepared to see this film. <laughs> this film was like, I literally sat when my brother came along and I literally just kept looking at my brother going, are you fucking seeing this? This is, like, this is like, this is a film that me, my brother, needed at that state, that, at the age of 19. When, we bought, when he was like, Eight. Well, he was like he was six, and I was like eight. We needed to have this move in our life because it was like just the, the best thing I've ever seen in my life. There's literally a bit where this boy and Tyler song is playing. He's in slow motion. He's on his dog. He's crying. I'm like, this is the most fucking mental movie. And then we watched the, the PB Christmas special, which is also equally as mental, um, but mental in a different way. And the mental in the fact that it's got Grace Jones in it. Right. 
and Kitty Lang's dress as Elvis for some bizarre reason. Um, but uh, I just uh, it blows away. You need, anyone will will post a post a trailer on Twitter. Um, it is generally one of the most um, um, mad movies and very very bleak. It's got a very kind of bleak sort of action movie ending. Um, but come for the action, stay for the Bonnie Tyler. As I always say. <laughs> Um, just, Bonnie Tyler makes any movie, whether it be Short Circuit or, well, this movie, I guess, or any movies get total clips in the heart of it at any point, mm-hmm. um, makes, makes it a lot better. So definitely watch this movie. It's on Blu-ray. It's quite, I think it's also on YouTube. Um, if you look for Daiko, Daiko Santa Claus or it's also got, mo- I, I, it's also as any foreign film in the 80s would have. It's got about a million different names, so it's also called yeah. Deadly Games, Game Over, and my favourite one, Hide and Freak, <laughs> which is one of the one of the I think which is which is quite quite apt for the, when you watch the movie. Um, but it's it's very like it's a very kind of like Argento-ish, Lucio Fulci sort of look to it. It's kind of like that sort of weird sort of way people are talking and the cuts and all that and like the way the the, the shot is just very, very like if you like 80s horror films, you fucked up 80s foreign horror films. I think you really like that. Mm. So watch that this year and um, get the clock in. <clears throat> See, so I am one of a people who finds Home Alone insufferable. <clears throat> Fuck off! <laughs> How dare you? I've never. Do you mean the new one? You don't mean the old one. Obviously, you no, mean Home Alone. I mean all of them. Um, I've just never, I've never been <coughs> a fan that Macaulay Culkin and Ken McAllister. Ken McAllister's uh, uh, entitled "We Shite," um, and I've just never liked the Home Alone. Oh, he is. I mean, and I think he's kind of comes across as that, and he's possibly meant to. Be. <laughs> I find it a wee bit unbearable. Because <coughs> I think Joe Pesci's great. I think the the Wet Bandit, Sticky Bandit thing. I think oh, they're, they're amazing. Daniel Stern's amazing. Well, they, they are yeah, great. They're great. I just, I've never liked the movies. Like, I've just never. I think I liked them when I was younger. I watched them when I was older, and just went, you know what? No, I just can't be doing with that. Like, I just really took a dislike to them. Um, but I definitely would fancy checking this weird French violent one out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's, it's very very cool. As I think it's, uh, and people say, oh, they must have ripped off Home Alone. But it's no, like it literally. It was, I think it. I think it was made in nineteen eighty nine and released in France in nineteen eighty nine. But I think it came out over here a little after. Home Alone, so people just kind of, well, they must have made it, but it looks, definitely looks like the, <laughs> the difference between 1989 and 1990 in terms of cinematography is is massive. Right. But obviously, obviously, Home Alone had a magic, massive budget, and it was just a kids movie. Mm. This movie was not made for kids in any way, shape, or form. If it was, then they're fucking French are absolute animals. <laughs> and I love them for it, because every French movie that, that I see are horror movies, I fucking love them all. Mm. Um, but it's 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 definitely one that you can check out, and I think it's definitely one that's now in rotation for us at, mm. in house because you always like to find out new kind of ones that you've not seen yeah. before, and Netflix are not really doing any much for brand new movies. <clears throat> no, they just churn out about twenty a year that are have some generic what's her name or what's his name that is like Paul was saying earlier on. They want a gingerbread factory. Well, they own a no, they don't, they don't a small <laughs> gingerbread bakery, but there's a gingerbread factory opened up behind them. It's owned by exactly. a multi-billionaire who grows a heart and wants to buy the small gingerbread bakery. Even though, I mean, fuck's sake, if you're baking gingerbread, you don't need to worry about it too many times a year. Um, Do the best thing is there's always like a, a former TV show star in them. Like, see if you, you go and pick Here's Julian Clary. Aye, or One Tree Hill, or somebody, or somebody for Gilmore Girls. Julian Clary? I, I'm just, I don't know, I just said a name. <laughs> that, 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 that I would watch. If you, you had like a, if the bad guy was Julian, Julian Clary, then I would be definitely into that. Like, I'd be, I would be really cool. What more There's not, en- there's not enough heel work I by Julian Clary these days. Is it Hugh Grant that's in Paddington too? He's the bad guy in Paddington Yes, too, yes. More kind of British Christmas movies need to go down that route. Paddington style movies that have Hugh Grant as the bad guy, or 
someone of his ilk, Colin Firth, fucking, I don't know, Eddie Redmayne, he does my not yeah. so make him a bad guy. <laughs> I, I think we've given kind of three odd yes, <laughs> different, very odd, yes. maybe a wee bit kind of left field um, examples of decent Christmas movies to watch, your favourites anyway. Um, and yeah, I mean, everyone can say Elf, which is obviously great. Um, everyone can see Home Alone, which is apparently great, um, and and just your usuals: your White Christmas, your um, uh, vacation, vacation. I. Um, is there any ones that you would also like to kind of give a mention to that maybe? In fact, you know what? They could be ones that everybody knows. But what are the other ones you kind of go for every year if you have them? Scrooged with Bill Murray. Yeah, probably. one of my one of my absolute favourites. Like that is just like I don't think I've, I've ever watched that and not found it funny. People seem to not really like it, but I remember going to see it in the Grosvenor in Glasgow, and it was I think somebody had never seen it before because okay. <laughs> there's a bit where obviously there's a, there's a kid in it and like a small kid in it. It's like he hasn't said a word the whole thing. Like it's all about. He's not said a word since his dad, his dad died, and at the very end, he speaks. He says, Merry Christmas, or God, God bless everyone. And some, some women audibly gasped. And I was like, How have you? It's like the film's like 30 years old. Have you not? Have you, have you never. <laughs> never, never <coughs> he's on, on BBC One all the time, every Christmas. Because it came out until, like, at that point, it was always on constantly. I was always. And I was like, How could you have avoided this? Like, this film with like one of the biggest act, biggest comedic actors in the world, and just went, oh, I, I've just, I've just never watched this film before, but mm. I just, I, I love it. Go, Ballcat, go for it. It's amazing in it. Like, like Jack Pal, not Jack Palance, it's Robert Mitchum, mm-hmm. is in it. I think yeah, Jack, yeah. Robert Mitchum's like, oh, Jack Palance could be anything, but um, Robert Mitchum's really good in it. Every, every really, really fucking cool in it. And Carol Kane is is the highlight of that movie. Even fucking your man from New York Dolls, he's he's really good. Again, the Murray, um, Bill Murray Christmas is really good. Um, Silent Night, like, Deadly Night. If you want to watch more horror movies, mm. Black Christmas. Like, have you seen Klaus? I'm not seen Klaus. No, not seen Klaus. Uh, cartoon. I think maybe only maybe five years old or something. I think a next a Netflix film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Just an interesting kind of style of animation. Yeah. So it looks like it's hand drawn, but I think it's done on computer. Um, it's just a nice wee sort of story. You should you should definitely catch it. It should be on Netflix. I don't imagine it'll be taken off. I think it is maybe a Netflix original. Oh, do you know what? I think original. I've maybe seen that today, actually. Close like, um, kind of oversized. The, the Santa's like oversized. I think Aye. he's like a postman, the boy. He always delivers a message and he delivers toys and then. It comes really. It's really good. It's a nice wee film. Like, I think with Christmas, you don't want to need to reach too hard. And you don't want to need to take on too much, mm. especially when you're. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, you maybe watch like a horror film. It's a Christmas film. Sometimes you don't want to to deal with the sort of horror aspect. You just want to be like, have your head in somebody's knee, have it rubbed. Do you know what I mean? Like, just mm. you just want the easy, the easy out. That's so, a Klaus was really nice. I watched that maybe. A year and a bit, oh, to be a year ago, two year ago. Aye. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty good. Like that one. For I've me, got a question I... for you guys. For yeah. Let's have the, let's have the ultimate debate. It's not going to be diehard. Uh, it's going to. I'm going to ask you if you die hard. It's like, if you can't die, it's a Christmas movie because. Ah, yeah, of course it is. Now, now, I had a, I had a quite a big thing with my friend about like, I just thought it was all being a curmudgeon because ultimately. If you listen to this new, I had as a Christmas movie, all right. So just fucking shut up, you. Right? Are we back to America? And Are we to some... mention planes, trains, and automobiles? Take your face for a shot. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, aye, uh, of course that is. I mean, if anything that is a movie has a Christmas jumper that is based around ho ho ho. Now I have a machine gun. Then of course it's a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, absolutely. If it's got a Christmas tree in it and it says anything about Christmas and Christmas is said more than once and I think you can 
pretty much oh. his Christmas. Aye. Was his wife not a Christmas party? Aye, she was. Aye. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's all like it's all it's all it's all very Christmassy. I know it's, John McTiernan can come out to blow in the face and say, "Oh, it's not not meant to be set at Christmas. It just needs to be a waiting for it to be quiet." But you've still made a Christmas movie, regardless, John McTiernan. So exactly. <laughs> shut it, and um, Bruce Willis, you can shut it as well. Like, ah, yeah, Bruce Willis is still paying off the tax man or something. He's been doing the Nick yeah. Cage route. You're looking at about ten movies a year at the minute. Is that right? That's not. I'm sure that, eh? Just cut Russell, like, as a legend. Russell, question mark, 10 stab wounds in the chest. 
<clears throat> you never know. Like this, we're not we're not endorsing the a conspiracy theory that Curtis will kill Walt Disney. <laughs> then throws his body. Cut it for hearing this. We are, we we don't believe you. This is not. It's not. This is not a true crime podcast. We're just going to talk about the cut Russell Walt Disney conspiracy now. <laughs> My favourite cut Russell murder. It's going to be called. It won't last very long. We enjoyed it. I wrote to cut Russell. Um, so there it is. That is our recommendation for Christmas. Not necessarily our favourites, but certainly ones we think you should check out. Wee bit odd, some dark ones, I think, from myself and Larry. Uh, Paul's <laughs> been a wee bit cheerier. Um, but everyone loves a Christmas movie, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, especially a Scottish Christmas zombie horror musical. Um, so, for our next episode, we're going to be covering basically our review of the year, our favourites, our least favourites, the ones that surprised us. Hopefully we'll have everyone back for that, Neil and, and Mike. And and on that note, I will say goodbye to Larry Reed. Goodbye. And I will see you soon, Paul McKenzie. Thanks so much, guys. Have a nice Christmas. All right. Merry you Christmas, too. guys. Merry Christmas. It's now at the point, obviously, you can hear the jingle bells coming. It's getting to a wee bit later. Obviously, depending on what time you... If you listen to this on Boxing Day, that's fucking pointless because um, yes, yeah. Santa's already been, so why are you listening? Um, but I think I can hear something, so I'm going to go to my bed before he comes down the chimney, which I don't have, and drags <laughs> me up the road into his sack. And, but, I mean, from the Christmas movies I watch, he'll probably kill me. So, have a good one. So fine, strong, that it ain't Christmas. You know where to stick those jingle bells If I ain't hammered it ain't honker Oh la la la, go fuck yourself If I ain't cockeyed it ain't Kwanzaa Joy to the world of getting stoked If I ain't drunk then it ain't Christmas So leave this goddamn screws the fuck alone ah!